What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Betting Show with me, Sean Sheehan, here on Shardog.com. BetUS is offering our customers an incredible 125% bonus on their deposits for UFC Fight Night Font versus Vera. Use the code SHARDOG over at BetUS.com and get $2,500 in extra money to make Fight Night even better. At BetUS.com, you can not only bet in each fight, but they have loads of awesome parlay bets to choose from too. Bet live during the fights and your winnings are paid within hours. Start the fight at BetUS.com and use that code SHARDOG. Uh, all right, everybody, thank you very much for uh, tuning in today. I know lots of people have been tuning in over the last while. I like pressure on me now to give you good bets and stuff, but you know, I'm just going to talk to them like I do every week and, and see if I can give out a, a couple of good ones. Um, I I gave out a flyer winner last week. It was, only my, it was my second in three weeks, I think, but, only like, but that's good. I'll take it. I won't give my the 10 in a row I got wrong before that, but sure, look, it'll be all good. It'll be fine. Um... It, that, that was a good one. So I came off. It was Tyson Pedro to win uh, via KO in the first round at plus, what was it, plus 500, I think it was. Yeah, and we had, um, oh, I'll take off these earphones. I don't need them. Hold on. We had uh, a couple more winners with Raffian Stats, I think, as well. So a pretty good, uh, pretty good week. As always, please bet responsibly if you're betting over at BetUS or betting anywhere around the world. Um, don't, you know, don't come mad with it, take it easy and uh, have a bit of fun with it as I do and as I, I, I always uh, entrust everyone else to do as well. Um, not a pile of uh, mixed martial arts this weekend. We have uh, the UFC, obviously we have PFL be a bit late for this and we've uh, another PFL next week if I'm uh, if I'm not mistaken I don't know if they're betting odds up for that yet I don't think there is so we'll, we'll just go through uh, the UFC and give you five bets that I think might be good on uh, the UFC this weekend I'm going to start off here with the, the first bet and it's going to be from the main event and it's it's just Rob Font straight up the win at minus 135 uh, over at betus.com uh, honestly I think that's that's I think that's a good price um I spoke on the preview show. I'm sure it'll be out uh, before this with with Spencer Kite, and uh, I think Font deserves to be a big, big favorite here uh, over uh, Marlon uh, Marlon Chitovera, who is at plus one oh five. Look, I, I just think he is a a classier fighter in terms of skill, in terms of uh, game planning, and, and all around really, and you know. It's mixed martial arts, so it's not always the classier fighter that wins. But I just think he will be too slick and too smooth. And his his box like if you're a, a really good boxer like Rob Font is, and really, you know, now he's not just a good boxer; he can fight all around. Don't get me wrong, but that's what I think he predominantly is, and uh, that's a very complimentary thing uh, I'm saying here. Now I'm not denigrating him or anything, but when you are like that. And someone kind of comes on and comes forwards at you the way Cheeto Vera does. I think that's a big benefit to you, at least short term. Um, now, if you can't land loads of shots, if you can't damage him, if you can't get him to respect your power or respect your game plan, it can turn very quickly into something that isn't great because you have a guy coming forward, then you, you know, you have many problems and it'll all kind of go to potty, you know? You'll stop throwing your jab. You'll stop throwing your combinations. You'll stop landing those counters. But if that doesn't happen, and if you keep landing them, and if he stops coming forward or is is w- less willing to throw shots when he's coming forward, you're it's going to get worse and worse and worse for him. And I think that's the way this fight is going to go, honestly. I think Vera's going to come out, and he's going to come forward. Like, watching some of Vera's fights, that's what he kind of does. He tries to kind of drown people in pressure. But... 
I actually think it's more of like a panic on people than anything else. You know, I, I think he just comes forward and forward and forward. He's actually throwing what he's actually landing, especially early. Now, he does up it once he sees that pressure is working. But I, I think it's actually minimal compared to what some other guys who fight a similar sort of way do. And we actually we have a couple of them later on. We'll, we'll talk about them in a second. And I think, look, if you're a guy like Rob Font and the, the gym he comes from, which is a very good gym and he's very good training partners, if you have guys in the gym like that who are preparing him and sparring and i'm sure he's done it before so he doesn't doesn't need to just do it for this one but if you if you're getting prepared for that forward motion non-stop and it's not a hard thing for a sparring partner in my opinion to uh to recreate i, I think it's something he can deal with i think it's something that he'll be prepared for and i think it's something he'll he'll you know be able to deal with and a minus 135 I think it's a very good price. I think he's going to land a lot of shots and Vera through two rounds. I think the mid part of this fight will be uh, will mean a lot because if Vera is still coming, if he ha- if Font hasn't made him respect him, there could be a comeback from Vera in the second half of the fight. Now you never know as well. Maybe Vera gets a big takedown. Maybe he pushes him against the fence. Maybe he gets a big knockdown. Maybe Font you know wills to it. But I like I actually think Font the way if you're fighting someone like Vera. Even if you're not a big takedown artist or anything like that. Now, Font has a few takedowns and he can get the fight to the floor and he's good there if he wants to get there. But if someone's coming forward the way Font comes forward, why would you not at him to take him down, you know? I, I think that's... Uh, it, it's like a surefire way of not only, you know, having some success in, in that area, but also of kind of stopping their pressure or making them think about the shots that are coming back for him. You know, because if you're fighting a pressure fighter and you're turning into a counter fighter... Um, the counter takedown is another counter shot that can lead to extra variation, that leads to extra thinking in the mind of the guy coming forward, that leads to an extra second for the guy who's countering to land that takedown or land the shot or land you know, the punch or the kick or whatever it might be. So I I think Rob Font is a very varied fighter and if he adds in another bit of that variation, I think it could be uh, a very, very wise thing for him and a very smart thing. So like overall, I, I think... I like to pick the guys who I think are more skilled, who are better fighters, and who are going to dominate the vast majority of the fights. Now, sometimes I actually have a couple later on. I'm picking the one guy especially who is a one-hitter quitter, and that, that's why I'm picking him. But in this one, at 135 pounds, I'm picking the guy who I think is a better overall fighter and who is a more skilled fighter, uh, and that is Rob Vaughn. Now, you know, we, we'll see how, how skilled he is in fourth round uh, when Vera is still coming, and we'll see, you know... Cardio is a skill too, and endurance is a skill, and heart and will is a, are our skills as well. And uh, we we see if he is on him now. He does. I'm not questioning him. But we know Vera will bring them out. You know if he goes that far. So look, it's an interesting fight. I think it's a good fight, but it's one I definitely favour. Uh, Rob Font in massively. I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to seeing it. Honestly, here. Um, right before we get to to the next bet, I must tell you as well that. This week's fight night, UFC Fight Night Fanta versus Vera is more fun when you bet at betus.com. Use the code SHARDOG and then get an incredible 125% bonus up to $2,500. Font at the moment, as I just mentioned, is a clear favorite, so get in now or even choose to bet on a win via TKO or KO to increase your winnings. At betus.com, you can not only make the fights even more fun, uh, but you can bet throughout the fights as well. Start the fight at betus.com and use that code SHARDOG. All right, the second bet I'm going for here is Christoph Jotko to beat Gerard Marshart. Uh, I, was, I was actually uh, listening to, to, and I was on it this week, John Annick's podcast, and this was, it's not Mearshart, it's Marshart, 
So there you go. I'll, I, I guarantee you I'll call him Mirchard in the next five minutes here or however long I spent uh, talking about this fight. But um, I, was a, I was a little bit surprised when I saw Jotko was only minus 170. Um, he, like, if you're, if, and I know, you know, he maybe have hasn't had the best time of it over the last few years for, for different reasons, you know. But overall, I, I think he's a, a better fighter than Mirchard. Um, look, I think... A lot of a lot of uh, Mershart's, um hype, not not necessarily hype, but when he came into that fight against uh, Shemaev, everyone was kind of saying, "Oh God, this is the test. This is a real good guy. This is a real good fighter," and he is. He's a very very good fighter, but I don't think he's the type of fighter that we could have been talking about at any stage of his career, being you know a top five ranked fighter, winning one or two fights and getting to a title. Uh, whereas I think Jacko was in that position for a while, and you know deservedly so. So. I I look at someone like Jacko and I think look maybe it's a turning point maybe he ha- he isn't in that region anymore maybe he isn't there but I I I'm not ready to kind of say that yet I don't think I think on the ground he's absolutely phenomenal we know how good he is there he's very very good submissions hits hard standing up as well where you know Mershat Mershat's a very well-rounded fighter as well look the two of them are very well-rounded fighters I think Jacko's just a little bit better in most areas now. I say that looking at what we've seen in the past. I do think Mercer might be a guy on the up, and maybe I don't know if Jack goes on the way down or not. Like it could be one of those fights. It could be one, of, and, and you know, I, I haven't their ages up here in front of me at the moment, but I don't think they're probably too dissimilar in age or anything like that. But in what they've kind of done in their career, where they've been in their career, I think sometimes you lose a fight like the Shamaya fight, right? And uh, you're gone. And that's the end of it. And you, we never see you fighting at that sort of level again. I think Mershart has kind of... Mershart, yeah. <laughs> Why did I do this to myself? Uh, I think he's kind of... Um, he's taken that on board, kind of said, look, I like to be in that spotlight. I know what I have to do. I have to improve. And he's a great head in his shoulders. And he has kind of... He's on the way up now again after that. I think it might have been a benefit to him, all told. Um, and like I'm kind of talking myself out of my pick here. But I, I think Jocko... Is, is there's a question mark about him, but I I still think I still think it mightn't be time yet. Um, especially I think like if Jacko can get a big take on here, get on top, he's a very difficult guy to have in that position. You know, he's a very difficult guy to have there, and I just all around, I I think it's going to be hard for Mercer to get off his striking without um without Jocko landing a good few back or without opening up maybe takedown. Now you know Mercer has a few takedowns as well, but I I think. Even if he does take Jocko down, uh, Jocko wouldn't be too displeased with that, I think. Um, so overall, you know, it's one of those I might think about on Sunday morning and think, well, oh, God, why did I pick that guy? But now I'm going for Jocko. I might be a bit of European bias here, but I'm uh, I- I'm going for him to win uh, to win this one. Um, all right, let's move on to the, the next fight here. And I am going for the, uh, another guy whose uh, name I pronounce very badly. And I literally five minutes ago, before I, well, 15 minutes ago, before I started uh, this, I was watching a couple of these fights. Johan Lainez, I believe it's incorrectly pronounced. Um, and he's fighting Gabe Green. At the moment, um, the price on him is plus 105 over at betus.com. And I, I went back, and there actually isn't a whole lot of him online, but I, I went, obviously, his fight with Justin Berlinson over in the Contender Series was on that, look, if I, I'm covering the sport here in Ireland in the UK, and we know about uh, Cage Warriors, and we know about, uh, you know, Justin Berlinson fighting for the Cage Warriors title against Reese McKee coming up here in Belfast in not too long. 
and obviously you've seen him before that I mentioned on a previous podcast uh, that every time I heard Justin Burlington's name from one of my UK counterparts covering the sport, it was always like, this is the guy, this is the next guy, he's going to be really, really good. And, you know, Johan knocked out Justin Burlington with a big left hook, you know, um, power is what I see from him. Like, very, 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 very powerful. And when you look at a guy like uh, Johan, I'm going to call him Johan because I'm going to, I don't want to destroy his second name. When you look at a guy like Johan, you look at a guy like Gabe Green that he's fighting, that's just all forward pressure. I talked about Vera earlier on, but Green is almost worse. I watched his fight, uh, oh God, what, what's his name? I literally watched it just before this as well. Um, oh God, Phil Rowe. He fought Phil Rowe. And it was just forward, forward, forward. And it was, it was almost headless forward pressure as well. Although he does throw nice leg kicks. He does throw nice... Uh, I love his left hand to the body. Left hook kind of even to the body. Very, very good shots. But in that fight with Raw, he was l- eating a lot of counters. And when you put that together... And that's his style. I watched a couple of his other fights as well in bits and pieces. That That's his style. You know, It's not just a fight-specific style to that one. I mean, he's coming forward and coming forward and coming forward. And eating shot after shot after shot. When you're fighting someone like Johan, who hits that hard, who knocked out Justin Burlington with a counter like that, uh, that's bad news, I think. Very bad news. And I think it's a bad matchup. Now, as I say again, it's look, it's a point we'll actually we meet a lot in mixed martial arts. Um, can that pressure beat the countering game out of someone? You know, sometimes people absolutely wilt under pressure and they can't land those counter shots. They can't throw a shot. We always hear, you know, we, we hear people in corners, let your hands go. It's not as easy as that. It's grand, you know, sitting in the corner. It's grand for me and you sitting at home watching them. Like, you know, especially if you have a bet and I'm like, let your fucking hands go, you know. But uh, it's not it's not that easy to do that. So we'll see. You know, Johan's only, I think he's 8-0 now in his career. Very, very young in his career. Going in against um, going in against a, guy, a lad like Rowe, who's you know a good seasoned fighter. I I I'm not taking anything away from him. I, like there's a reason this fight is very close in the betting, but I just think if he can get through that problem early, and we we see even uh, against Burlington, he got caught in the guillotine, got out of it. The fight was on the ground for a bit. Burlington was going for triangles and armbars and everything off his back. Lars Hanko did a great job of commentating on it. Um, but when they got back to the feet, Burlington came at him, and you know Burlington's a very, very good striker as well. He's not, you know, by no means just a, a ground guy or anything like that. Um, Johan just let that left hand go, and if that happens in this fight, and he lands that big shot, you know, Rose a good chin, and he's able, well able to take shots and everything. But can he withstand that power? I, I like, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong now. But from the fights I've seen, from the, the knockouts I've seen of Johan, he just seems to have like ungodly power, and. It's he's only had he's, this is UFC debut right so let, let's put that where it is. Lots of guys have ungodly power in the local scene. They come into the UFC and they don't. But trust me when I say Burlington is a very very good fighter. And if you're knocking him out, you have power. You know, if you're beating him, you're a good fighter. And uh, I think that's exactly what Johan is. And you know, this could be could be one of those ones where he wins it. And he's on a different trajectory to maybe where he is now, where he's coming in. You could be looking at this odds and thinking, oh, I don't know about that one now. It could go the other way as well, as always. I'm just, like, what I'm doing in this bet and jury, I'm talking talking through my thoughts. You might listen to me here and go and watch one of your fights and go, wait, I don't know, you know, um, uh, his opponent has a few takedowns, which he does. Maybe you see something I don't in, in the, the takedown defense. Maybe he'll take him down and maybe he won't be able to land those shots. And that could be the other way around the two. But I believe in that power. I think his power is very good, and I I actually think he's good kind of defensively as well when he's throwing that power. So let's uh, let's wait, let's see, and uh, let's see how that fight goes. Um, 
Right, the next one I'm going for here, and it, it hurts me to say it, honestly, because uh, Darren Elkins is one of my favourite fighters ever. I love Darren Elkins. You know, some people, they, they love, you know, the John Joneses, the Demetrius Johnsons, the, the Conor McGregors, the Habib Nurmagomedovs, you know, the, the Fedors, the Steve Emiocic, is the best fighters, you know, of all time. And I love them too. You know, I love them too. But I also... If, if I'm naming, like, my top five favorite fighters of all time, I probably have a Demetrius and, you know, other guys like a Wonderboy and just, uh, you know, preference and stuff, as you can see up here behind me on the other side. But I also have Diego Sanchez, you know. I also have uh, Darren Elkins. And I I love these sort of fighters, and I think we should all love them. You know, myself and my, my good pal uh, Harry Powell did a podcast. Uh, I think it's actually coming out in the next couple of weeks over in the Severe May Patreon. And we were talking about wins and losses, you know. And how much they matter and everything. And this is a betting show, so this is probably a bad place to be saying it. But when I'm talking about the, the fights I fighters I prefer, and the fighters that I I love, not necessarily prefer because I love I prefer the the the, the best of the best as well. But I love watching guys like Elkins. So it hurts me here to say that I'm going for Tristan Conley at plus one forty uh, to win this fight. Um, I just feel like we might be at the last ebb of Darren Elkins. You know, I, I, I probably have felt that a few times before, and I feel a lot of people have probably felt that as well before. But there's only so much you can take. And I was talking to Spencer about that Cub Swanson fight. Could it have been a turning point? Um, you know, how much damage can one man take? Because, you know, his nickname is The Damage. And look, we see Diego Sanchez came in there against Kevin Lee a few weeks ago. And he did very well, you know. So maybe there's some people that are just built completely differently and they can keep going forever. And now, Tristan Connolly isn't maybe the, the toughest matchup in the world, but he's another guy who can take a lot of damage while giving a lot of damage. Like, he could be the next Darren Elkins. I, like, I love Tristan Connolly uh, as well. He came in there against Mikel Pereira, one of my other favorite fighters, and uh, he put it on him and beat him. And his next fight, he came in. Who did he get? He got someone really tough as well in his next fight. And now he's getting. Uh, and now he's getting Darren Elkins. No easy matchups here for Tristan Connolly. Look, I think. I think a big problem for Darren Elkins as well. I think this will go to a decision. I was going to pick Tristan by decision, but I don't think there's a big difference in it. So I just went for him uh, straight up. Maybe if you're betting bet to go by decision, the mods might be out later on in in the week. Uh, and I'll have a look at the end. I'll see if they're up yet. But they'll be out uh, later on in the week if if they're not out now. Um. I just look. I just think that the way Diego or uh, Diego Sanchez, uh, Darren Elkins, kind of takes damage and he bleeds. It looks very bad, you know, when you're landing a, f- a few shots. And if it's an even round, you know, damage is scored. We can talk about the judging criteria. Damage is scored very highly. And if he does a lot of damage to him, if it's visible, that that's going to count, and it should count, you know, absolutely. Um, and I think Tristan Conley is the type of guy who, as well, if he can get a few takedowns, land a few elbows. He's unbelievable cardio. He can go. You know, Darren Elkins beats a lot of guy, guys with his cardio and with his ability to keep going. Tristan Connolly is as good, if not better, in terms of that. So I think he'll keep going and going and going. And look, I think I think he'll win the decision. Um, I think if he is smart and throws in a few takedowns as well against Darren, um, wins large portions of rounds, especially in the first couple even when Darren get, kind of gets back up, if he can kind of avoid him and avoid, you know, I think, as I said again, it's a lot when people kind of uh, gas out and then Darren comes back and he has a gas. If it gets back to the field, I don't think Tristan will be gas, maybe like other people who are big high-level strikers or whatever uh, and who have landed, you know, 100 shots at Elkins and anyone else will be gone away and Darren is still coming. I think Tristan will be still there as well. So I think that'll win him the fight and I think, uh, you know, I think he'll go a long way. But plus 140, you look, it's... It's a fight. If it was straight up, I'd probably go for Connolly. I think it's. I think I like Connolly. You know, I like him and I love Elkins as well. But 
I don't know. I feel like this just might be the turning point uh, in Darren Elkins' career. And Tristan Connolly, I think, might be a little bit underrated as well. You know, people are somewhat writing off that Mikel Pereira fight, and I don't think they should be. You know, and that's two weight classes up as well. Let's not forget that. He's a very good fighter, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, seeing him here. Um, and in my, uh, my flyer of the week, <clears throat> now, on the previous show, I gave the opposite bet to this. And I probably said it other places as well. You know, Andrew Arlovsky is fighting Jake Collier. And uh, you would probably think Arlovsky by decision would be the bet. I don't know, though. I just feel like... You look at Andre's record, right? And uh, he has, like, decision, 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 decision. And then, like, he gets knocked out once. And there's, like, decision, decision, decision. I feel like this could be that one knockout. Now, again, I'll say it. And I said it maybe 20 times for this. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. And I've been wrong before. And I'll be wrong, you know, probably four or five times on this podcast as well. But, uh... I, I just think Collier has been fighting well recently. I, I think Arlovsky is maybe due one, if you get me. He might be due a big big punch in the face and a knockout at heavyweight. Because there's only so, so long you can live at heavyweight, even fighting in the mid-range of, of UFC heavyweights. Um, <clears throat> but Collier recently, you know, he mightn't look it. You know, obviously coming up, what is it, from middleweight to, to where he is now. He mightn't look like this big, tough knockout artist at heavyweight but he can hit hard he's he's a good technical fighter um and if he look i think a lot of the problems as well and for for people at heavyweight andrew alovsky is just so much more technical of a striker than he's so much of a better jab he's so much more skilled defensively than them i think collier having the benefit of fighting down at lower weight classes has had to kind of learn that like heavyweights don't have to learn it and now coming up the heavyweight he's brought that with him and i think it really helps him so i'm going for him to win by ko tko or a disqualification plus 400 so uh, inside the distance without the submission let's say that so knockout basically plus 400 for uh, for jay collier over lovsky i think it's been a while it's been a while since andre has been knocked out he's due one and i think collier will uh uh, yeah, it's my flyer, so I, I don't necessarily think it'll happen, you know. But I, uh, it's look. I think it'll either be a Collier knockout or a Arlovsky decision, you know. So because uh, when Arlovsky does start losing a fight like that, uh, it does you. It kind of goes bad for him at times, you know. He when he you know when his fights go to decision, he usually wins them by decision, especially recently. So I think if it does go bad for him, if he is losing. He'll end up losing by knockout. So, Jay Collier by knockout, plus 400 there. Right. Uh, let's run through some more of these bets here. Um, the main event, as I said, Vera versus Font, or a quick roundup from the, for the UFC. Uh, plus 105, minus 135 for Font. Obviously, plus 105 for Vera, the over-under. Um, minus 160 under uh, four and a half rounds for uh, uh, and uh, the over uh, four and a half rounds, plus 130. Uh, Jatko is minus 175 Mershart uh, Mershart I don't know plus 145 uh, Gina Mazzani minus 180 over Shanna Young plus 150 uh, Daniel De Silva minus 135 Francisco Figueredo plus 105 you know Figueredo is uh, is a good fighter plus 105 I don't know too much about Silva um, let's go back and watch some more of him maybe and I'll, I'll tweet it out I'll let you know uh, but Figueredo is a good fighter, and plus 105 might be a bad bet there. Uh, Mike uh, uh, Brindon uh, is plus 155. Nathan Levy, minus 190. Gabriel Green, as I mentioned, minus 135. Johan Lanes, if I pronounce that right, is plus 105. 
Carlos Candelero plus 200, Tatsura Taiera minus 260, Connolly is uh, plus 140, Elkins minus 170. Actually, the props are up for this here. Let's uh, let's have a quick look. Um, Connolly inside the distance is plus 325. Ooh, that's not bad. Connolly to win by decision plus 300. So if you fancy that, there, there's a, a good one for you. Will the fight go to distance? Yes, is a minus 175. Um, so kind of, I'd probably avoid that one, to be honest. Minus 175, it's not the best. I would go, you know, look, Elkins by decision is plus 140. If you fancy Elkins by decision, go for that. If not, plus 300, I think, is a pretty good price for Connolly uh, to win a decision. Um, you never know as well the draw, plus 6,600. Uh, you know, there's been the ten eight debate has been opened up recently. There's been lots of points taken and stuff. Mate, there's a draw coming, lads. There's a draw coming, so maybe it'll be that one. Uh, Darren Elkins versus Conley to draw plus six thousand six hundred. So let's uh, let's see with that one. Jared Garden, very good fight uh, against Grant Dawson. Minus one seventy five. Some props for that. Uh, I like Dawson by a uh, by a submission. Let's see what that is. It is plus fifteen hundred. Oh, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> maybe I'm gone mad there. Uh, via TKO KO is plus one. Uh, oh no, sorry, 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 sorry. That's that's round one submission. Never mind, never mind. Uh, plus seven hundred by submission. That's still pretty good. Uh, to win by TKO KO plus four fifty minus. Or sorry, plus one sixty to win by points. So to expect this one to go the distance. To go the distance, it is minus two hundred. Yeah, minus. Uh, sorry, plus one fifty to finish inside the distance for that one. Uh, G Anderson Burrito plus one. 90 minus 240 for Andrea Feely. I fancy Feely in that one, but I never you never know with Feely. You never know with him, so I kind of minus 240, not a great price, so I avoided that one. Plus 110 if you fancy Jake Collier straight up, minus 140 for Arlovsky and Chase Sherman. Is that fight still happening? The fight was in and out and everything. He's plus 900 against Alexander Romanov, minus 225. So yeah, that's all the betting for that card, and uh, it should be fun. And if you are betting on UFC Fight Night versus Vera, bet on it with betus.com. Can Vera beat the odds and defeat Font, or is Font winning inside the distance an absolute given? Get your bets on this weekend at betus.com. You sure dog can get 125% bonus. Betus.com has been taking bets for well over 25 years, and there's a reason. It's the number one UFC sportsbook with more betting options. Live betting against betus.com is your new home for UFC betting. Start the fight at betus.com and use that code SHERDOG. Alright everybody, that is it for me. Sean Sheehan here for SHERDOG.com. I'll see you all next time.